0: welcome to just jesus this is lesson 44 today it's going to be a great lesson the lesson is called appear appear with christ say with me appear with christ It's gonna be a fantastic lesson but before we do and carry on with this lesson let's pray together let's raise our hands father in the name of jesus I pray, Father, that as we learn about appearing with Christ as part of this Holy Spirit self, as it were, as we look now into our future as believers, I pray, Father, that the realisation of this truth will hit home in our hearts and minds today that we can have this blessed, wonderful hope truly manifesting through our lives In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Remember, if you've got your notes, that's great. And don't forget to write your five bullet points down and mull over them, chew them over. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you, pray from them things that the Holy Spirit really highlights for you. And don't forget to answer the questions at the end. It isn't about getting them right or wrong all the time. It's, it's good if you can get them right and if you don't know don't forget to ask questions of your leaders of your group leaders or your disciple uh, you know just don't don't forget to ask those questions it's so important to learn also by having your questions answered and that's so great so let's continue with this lesson appear with Christ today hallelujah let's go to the introduction let's read it together and it says this, when you became a Christian, a whole new life started. And I think you've gathered that by now on the just Jesus. We start with this all the time. A whole new life has started for you from the moment you was born again. Hallelujah. You will say will with me. Will, as you can see, I'm getting excited already. You will appear with Christ in the rapture and the second coming and will be with him forever. Praise the Lord. So this part of this Holy Spirit selfie, and you've heard me say this, that throughout the Just Jesus lesson, we was looking at um, in Christ, in Christ, that position in Christ, which isn't just a position in a theological term. It's a reality of your life. And I, I can't stress that. Uh, any more than our, our part, I wish I could have heavenly words to express to you the importance that you are in Christ and everything that is in Christ is now in you because you're in Christ and Christ is in you everything that he's brought about through his finished work is in you and is given to you praise the Lord And this is true of you. Now, if you're a born again believer who's believed on Jesus Christ as Savior through his sacrifice, his death, his resurrection. Now, if that is true of you, then you have received him and with all its benefits, praise the Lord. And we've been learning in just Jesus what those benefits are, what we've received of him because we're in him now. It's so important because oftentimes as we do lessons and we teach theologically sometimes that we we just see there's words on a page or notes or we listen to a message and say, oh, that's blessed me, praise the Lord. But we can fail sometimes to remember it's not just a teaching or a theological truth. Teaching is the expression of the truth that is in Christ. It's a living reality of you now, just as Christ now lives. Hallelujah. And it is true of you as a believer. And we've got to not just mentally ascend to that. We've got to also believe it. Believe it with all your heart. And then live that out when you're faced with issues of life. Live Christ out through your life. Live what you now believe through your life. Hallelujah. So we've been learning all about in Christ. But now in we're looking at with Christ. If you remember when I first began the Just Jesus, I, I said in, by, with. I kept saying that a number of lessons, in, by, with. So we're in Christ, we're by whom, the scripture says, by Christ we have received, and now we're with Christ. And with Christ is like the summarization. It's like the Holy Spirit selfie it's our picture it's our photograph of how we have received all the things in Christ it's how we came into Christ it's how we are now by Christ we have received these things is because by faith the Holy Spirit has made us partakers with Christ and it's like the summarization of your journey your past journey, your present journey, and the Christian's future journey. What do I mean? When Christ was crucified, the scripture says we was crucified with Christ. We was buried with Christ. So our old life has gone. Our old sins have gone and been forgiven. Hallelujah. But then we was quickened with Christ, praise God, his life came into us. That's being born again, folks. Hallelujah. His life came into us, praise the Lord. And we have received what? Resurrection life. The Bible says we was raised and made alive in Christ. So this life, this born again life is his resurrection life that now dwells in this body, praise the Lord, hallelujah, and because of that, because we're alive, and because we have died and rose again, as baptism in water shows us, we are now seated with Christ, literally, we're in him, we're in him, we are with Christ, in him, seated with Christ, In heavenly places, we have received all the spiritual blessings that are in Christ because we are seated with Christ, which represents his finished work. So as a Christian, we're at rest. We are now at rest, free from the guilt of our sins. We have new life. And now we are seated in Christ, with Christ as well, in a finished work. Praise the Lord. So we become a person, a Christian, who is complete in him looking for nothing outside of the lord for hallelujah for our life to be better it's all in him and complete and finished now then i talked about if you remember in the last lesson we're joint is with christ hallelujah and i've touched on that already in the just jesus lesson a little bit but now the emphasis was not just being an heir of god because of Jesus, we're an heir with Christ. We are joint. Notice that word, joint heirs with Christ. Hallelujah. And we have already come into part of our inheritance with his resurrection life in us, his spirit in us, salvation with all its benefits. Praise the Lord. But there's an aspect that we are to receive that Christ has brought for us, which is the resurrection of our bodies, Hallelujah in the rapture, that's future, but it's already guaranteed now because we are joint heirs with Christ and just as Christ came into his resurrection body, we also will come into our resurrection body body and just as Christ will come back to the earth to reign we will come back to the earth and appear with Christ in glory in our resurrection bodies and that's the lesson really today and we will then in future reign with Christ for a thousand years on this earth in the millennial reign praise the Lord administering his kingdom on the earth Hallelujah. So there's a past, there's a present and there's a future, but it's already completed in the finished work of Jesus Christ. So your Holy Spirit selfies from the cross to the rain. I'll say that again. Your Holy Spirit selfies from the cross of Christ right up to the reign of Christ on this earth. And so when you might not remember every lesson, just summarise it in your picture, in the ph- photography selfie in your mind, from the cross to the, the reign of Christ is me. And everything in between it is me because I'm with Christ Jesus by faith. Hallelujah. At the point of salvation. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? And so if you can get that picture into your head, you will have your whole redemption Hallelujah. Your whole redemption in a nutshell. Hallelujah. And the devil will find it hard to accuse you and to bring you down because you'll hold on to this Holy Spirit selfie. Praise the Lord. So now let's just go to the Bible reading after that long kind of introduction today. But it's so important. Uh, Colossians 3 verse 3 and 4. Colossians 3 verse 3 and 4. It says, for you are dead. That's the crucifixion and burial with Christ. And your life is hid with Christ. See that term? With Christ in God. Hallelujah. Your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall also we appear with him in glory. Hallelujah. Now, there's a couple of aspects to that verse. One, it shows that we're dead. We're dead to sin. We was crucified with Christ. We was buried with Christ. Our old life has gone. But in part of that burial, we was buried with Christ and therefore raised with Christ. We was quickened with Christ. We received his life. It says very clearly when Christ, our life your life my life as a believer and our life now is the life of jesus christ hallelujah now we have biological life of course but our new life our spiritual heart our spirit is hallelujah christ's life it says it very clearly that christ is our life it says our life and your life which is christ's life is with christ in god it's totally secure in the whole of the trinity folks your eternal life your resurrection life your new nature these are terminologies we use for christ's life in us it's hid in the Trinity. It's hid in God. It's with Christ in God. It's hid in the Trinity. It is totally secure, folks. Hallelujah. Your life in him is secure because it's not your life. It's Christ's life in you. Praise the Lord. But it says this, who is our life shall appear. And we're going to really... Homing on being with Christ and appearing with Christ, because he shall appear. Then shall you also appear with him in glory. You'll also appear with him in glory. Praise the Lord. And I really want to take this appear with Christ in two aspects today, because some theologians say this is referring to the second coming. Some theologians say it's referring to the rapture of the church. I'm kind of straight down the middle. I think it's both. Because it has two facets to it, folks, when we talk about appearing with Christ. And I'll explain this in a moment. It says, Then shall you also appear with him in glory. So when he appears, In the air, folks, then we will also appear with him in glory. And so that's the first stage because we are yet to take on our glorification of our bodies. Now, I've already taught you in the just Jesus that the glorification on the inside of you, your new spiritual nature, which is God's glorious nature, his glorious presence is already in in you at this very moment. We don't have to wait for that. Paul says very clearly, as he is, so are we in this world already. But it's covered. That glory is shrouded. It's veiled, as the scripture says, in these human, frail, clay vessels. The Bible calls them urban vessels. And the glory of God, the the truest, as it were, in Christ and with Christ is veiled in these bodies. So when you walk down the road, people just see a normal human being walking down the road. They don't see the glory of God in you. They don't see the presence of God in you. They don't see you as a child of the living God. It was the same with Jesus, wasn't it? And we see that when he transfigured, though, it was like he unzipped himself, he, he revealed his true nature, his true identity, and his glory shone, didn't he? And, and the disciples reacted the way they did, of course. But his glory shone because he revealed, as it were, his deity. He revealed his nature, his presence, his glory in his transfiguration. Up until that point, they had seen flesh. They had seen the glory of God manifested through miracles and acts of power and and, uh, and acts above law and nature to prove he was the Messiah. But those glimpses of his glory in action but to reveal himself was the transfiguration. Praise the Lord. But now in the resurrection, hallelujah, he took on immortality, didn't he? In a glorified body, hallelujah, immortality. And he's the first fruit, folks. We are going to take on that body of immortality too in the future. It's guaranteed because we're with Christ. And as Christ took on a body of immortality, as Christ took on a glorified body, hallelujah, in his resurrection, so we also will take on a glorified body. The Bible is very clear of this. And death will not affect it anymore. Age will not affect it. Aches and pains, glory of God, will not affect the body that you shall have. But it is real. But it's going to happen because in your spirit, it has already happened. And so there's coming a time when Christ, who is our life now and already resides in us, shall appear. That's the rapture, folks. He shall appear. Praise the Lord. Then shall you also appear with him in glory. That means we're going up. The Bible says in a twinkling of an eye we shall be changed hallelujah in a twinkling of an eye it shall happen that's that's like an atomic second in the scripture it's like an atomic second and an atomic clock is the most precise clock we've got and in fact it's less than a second it's so precise it's so quick folks in an atomic second we will be completely resurrected with the ones who've gone before us and us we shall be caught up together to be with the Lord and so our future rapture is guaranteed notice there is no ifs there are no buts there is no partial rapture. There is no partial glorification because we're all, as believers, we're in Christ and with Christ. That's why this Just Jesus course is so important, folks, because you will begin to understand the true you. The true you is in Christ Christ. The true you is with Christ. His journey has now by faith been received by you and becomes your journey. So that when he says, Hallelujah, if you're seated with Christ, you will also appear with Christ. Meaning, folks, that when he gets off his throne and comes into the atmosphere of this world, we are naturally going off at the same time. And we will meet the Lord in the air because we're already with him. Hallelujah. And we shall also appear with him in glory. That's the glory of God in his glory And also the fact that we'll take on the glorified bodies. When we meet him in the air, folks, remember when Jesus ascended, when he ascended, he he says he went into a cloud and we think that's just normal cloud. Well, in the wilderness with the children of Israel, it wasn't a normal cloud in the day, was it? that kept them cool no it's the cloud of glory folks hallelujah it's the shekinah glory and when christ appears in the air in the rapture it will be a shekinah glory and we will meet him and and we will be changed folks into our glorified bodies and so we will appear with him in glory hallelujah We've got to understand that's just the one part. But I just want to take you to another verse of scripture now. Another verse of scripture in 1 John. Let's have a look at 1 John 3, 1 John 3, verse 2. 1 John 3, verse 2. Let's read this. Beloved, now we are the sons of God. We are the sons of God. If you're a woman or a lady or a girl, you are the daughters of God. We're sons and daughters of the living God now. That's who we are now. It's not what we're going to become. It's who we are now, the scripture says. And it does not yet appear what we shall be. So what it's saying is at the moment, our true self is veiled in flesh. In other words, our true self, our true nature now in Christ is uh, what's the word restrained by this body, isn't it? In you know, in the rapture we're going up in the air. Well, we can't do that now in this body, can we? We can't float up into the air. Uh, we are restrained by these bodies. They get tired, they get hungry that you know they get exhausted we 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 have a brain that sometimes is contrary to the ways of god it's affected by temptations sometimes we sin in this body and all kinds of things we are at the moment restrained we can't be at the fullness of what we truly are on the inside because of this urban vessel, our bodies. But that's not always going to be the case. And we're going to learn a lot about ourselves when we are changed. It says this, We are the sons of God and it does not yet appear what we shall be. That's future tense. And so while we're with Christ and in Christ and like Christ on the inside... Because it's restrained by these physical restraints of this human body that gets tired, gets old, gets wrinkly, gets sick, and will eventually die. We are restrained at the moment. So we don't always understand in reality who we truly are uh, in, in manifestation sense. But when we take on the new body, we will fully see ourselves as Christ sees us. As we truly are now, as a new creation, it says, We do not appear what we shall be, but we know that. So, it's something we know or should know. But we know that when He shall appear, when He shall appear, that's Jesus, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. So, when Christ shall appear, That word is the same word, appear. When Christ shall appear, folks, we shall be like him because we see him as he is. Now, this is so important, folks, that again, this is really a rapture thing because until he appears, we will not be changed. But in the rapture, he does appear and we will be changed and we will be glorified as well. Now, some read this verse sometimes and say we shall be like him as though it's something progressive in terms of their spiritual nature. But this, this is not talking of that at all. This is talking about our bodies, folks, the glorification of our bodies when we appear with Christ in the rapture. This is talking we're already like him in the inside, but that will break forth. It will break out and affect our physical body, whether dead or alive. And we will be transformed in our bodies, folks. And we will be like him, as in an immortal body. Death cannot touch it. Sickness cannot touch it. Sin can't touch it, etc., etc. And that is the reality of us appearing with Christ. And again, it doesn't mention anything partial. It doesn't mention, well, some of the church will be left behind. You know, no, the ones left behind are the unbelievers. All of the body of Christ, who is truly born again, will be caught up to meet Jesus in the air. I just want to ask every man, every husband that may be listening to this, um, do you want half of a bride when on your wedding day did you want half of the bride or to you know you don't want half of a bride you want the whole bride don't you and in the same way christ wants all of his bride and will have all of his bride praise the lord when he comes again amen and so it's so important folks to understand that the hallelujah it says you know that we are called in verse 1 of John 3 to be the sons of God and it says that the world knows us not because they knew him not hallelujah and so the world doesn't know at the moment because we are veiled and they don't know Christ so they don't know our true identity But I implore you as Christians who are listening to this teaching to know your identity in Christ now. Because you're going to learn even more when you are changed to be like him. So what am I saying? What am I trying to communicate to you? Because you have died and was buried and was quickened and was raised and are seated with Christ, you will also appear with Christ Hallelujah! When He comes, we will go, and we will be glorified in our bodies. Praise the Lord, Amen. And we'll be with the Lord. And if the other things are true of you, all the other whiffs are true of you. If all the other whiffs of the selfie, as I talk about, is true of you, then the future ones are also true of you. Hallelujah! No need to fear. They're true of you. Hallelujah. Now, that should encourage us, shouldn't it? It should encourage us to prepare ourselves for the rapture. We look for the rapture. We look for the time the church shall be caught up. We look for that time. And so we prepare ourselves as the bride of Christ. Hallelujah. To be ready at any moment he should call and so i encourage you if you've been backslidden if you've not been going to church these things won't stop the rapture it won't stop you being transformed physically but i encourage you let's prepare ourselves to be a good bride hallelujah and let him change us hallelujah from the inside out he's changed our inside now let's live for him because of all that he's done for us Praise the Lord. The word appear, let's go to our word study. The word appear here means to make manifest, to show oneself, to become known, seen for who and what we are. Notice to see not what we will become, but for who we are. And that's what happens when we're resurrected. That's what happens when we are raptured as the church. We see who we are, not what we're becoming, but who we are. And we become known, praise the Lord. And the rapture is the part where we know ourselves. It says we do not know yet, but we shall know. Hallelujah, in that verse of scripture in John, what we shall be, but we shall not. So the rapture is really us knowing the fullness. Now the restraints of body bodies taken from us and an immortal one glorified is put upon us. We then know who we truly are in its fullness of manifestation. But the world will not still know. But that comes at the second coming, folks. When at the second coming, we appear also. And that's why I think it's twofold. We will appear. We will come back with Christ as his bride in glorified bodies. And it says we will come back in glory because from the east and the west, they shall see the Lord and his arrival in all his glory, folks. And so because we're all glorified, because we have glorified bodies, then also we become known with Christ to the world. Christ will be fully made known to the world at the second coming. The church will become fully known to the world now at his second coming. And so that's why I feel uh, and I believe it's twofold. The rapture, it becomes known to us who we truly are but at the second coming it becomes clear to the world who christ is and who we are with christ praise the lord amen and don't forget it's together with is together that's union and it's process and so this process of christ in his whole plan from the cross to reigning is us as well with him praise the lord so now let's just go to the explanation part of the notes and it will summarise, hopefully, what I've said so far. We are not waiting to become sons of God. We are now sons. But this life is not appeared yet in the world. In all words, they don't know that. It. it is veiled with flesh. In 1 John 3 verse 1, it clearly tells us that the world do not see him, Or know that we are the sons of God. When we live out Christ through our actions, they may see a glimpse like at Christ's transfiguration. Or through his miracles, they saw, and some called him Lord, they saw through what he did, that he was the son of God. He says, believe me, because of the work's sake. And so some of what we do and how we live and what we act shows the world glimpses of and brings them to a point of believing on Jesus Christ. When Christ was transfigured, they glimpsed the God-life unveiled through his incarnate flesh. Hallelujah. The Father then revealed Christ's sonship, didn't he? So when he was transfigured and he unveiled that, it says, this is my beloved son. Hear him. And so it reveals his sonship. In the same way, when we take on resurrection bodies, it will reveal our true sonship, who we really are. When we appear with Christ in our true life as sons, we will be revealed to us first. In the rapture, we will be revealed to us who we truly are. And also in the second coming as we come with him and appear with him in glory we appear to the world and we become known to the world. Praise the Lord. This word glory is totally misused in the charismatic church. I'm not here to have a dig. I'm a Pentecostal charismatic myself. But it's totally misused. If it's not an atmospheric meeting and they say the glory fell or called or the call for the glory to fall in their meetings no, no, no the glory of God is the presence the nature of the personage of God himself hallelujah to the Jewish people this glory would come upon the sacrifices when they were acceptable his presence himself would fill the temple in the Old Testament. When God came down in his nature, his presence, it would exude light. The Jews called this the Shekinah glory. This glory is in us as Christians because in God, God himself now with Christ and in Christ resides in us, folks. And Christ's sacrifice is accepted. Because Christ's sacrifice is accepted, now God's presence lives in you. If you're a born again believer, praise the Lord. And because it's in us as He is, so are we in this world. We're already like Him. Hallelujah! And the Bible encourages us to imitate Him, to live Him out. But physically, we are veiled. But at the, at the rapture, oh, we are truly going to see. It. We're going to truly see who we really are now and <laughs> we're going to truly see it because of the, the restraints of this body. This uh, immortal body, as it were, is took off and immortality put on. And then at the second coming, we appear with Christ in all his glory to the world so they shall see us because they see him as he truly is. Praise God. Now let's just turn to the other scriptures. It's quite a few scriptures, so we'll we'll see how we track through with these. John two eleven, the, the and this kind of explains how Christ before His death revealed His glory and after and so on. John two eleven, this is the beginning of the miracles of Jesus did in Galilee. A Canaan manifested forth his glory, and his disciples believed on him so the the way Jesus, in his Galilean ministry, manifested his glory was through the miracles he did that was the purpose of the miracles that the Jews would believe on him, and that people would see his glory, his nature, his presence, his Shekinah they would see through the miracles. It says these disciples believed on him because of the miracles. It manifested forth his glory. Hallelujah. And so that, that is also the purpose of miracles today. The purpose of miracles, of, of course, God is compassionate to the sick and the dying, and he wants to heal them 100%. But part of the miracle It's not just for the person themselves, that's on the one hand, but it's also as a manifestation of his glory, his presence, his nature. Hallelujah. Through the church he uses, of course, through that laying on of hands, etc., to show his true glory, his true power, his true nature of who Jesus is. It's a witness of who Jesus is. So people believe on him. Hallelujah. John 21 14 says this This is now the third time that Jesus showed himself to his disciples after he was risen from the dead. Hallelujah. And so in his resurrection, it says he showed himself. He manifested that word. He manifested himself. He manifested his glory. He, by showing himself as a resurrected man, as a resurrected body, praise Mm -hmm. the Lord. And so the resurrection body, the glorified body, as it were, is a manifestation of God's glory. That will also be true of every believer at the rapture of the church. Hallelujah to the church. And then as we come back as a resurrected church in glorified bodies to the world. Can you imagine what a moment that is going to be, folks, when we suddenly appear in the sky to the world after the seven year tribulation and we come down with Christ in our glory five bodies, in power and glory with Christ, and he defeats the Antichrist. Oh, that is special, isn't it? Hallelujah. The world can see the glory and the nature of the Godhead also in creation. It says in Romans 1 verse 9, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it to them. And this is talking about creation, creation itself, the very act of creation by God shows what is the hidden power, the hidden nature of the Godhead. It's showing the power of his actions in creation. And we call that the first stage of revelation, that a person sees creation and they see the glory of God, the power of God, the nature of God in creation. And that's like the first stage of revelation where they turn around and say, there must be a God, praise the Lord. So creation reflects and manifests God's glory in order to shine light of revelation to the world. 2 Corinthians 3, three For as much as you are manifestly declared to be in the epistle of Christ ministered by us written not with ink but with the spirit of the living God not on tables of stone but in the fleshly tables of the heart. Hallelujah. We see that word here manifestly. That's the same word appear. So appear is to manifest and as i've already said in the resurrection in the rapture we will be manifested who we truly are through our immortal bodies. In the second coming, we will be manifested to the world, who we truly are as the sons of the living God. Hallelujah. But here it's talking, he's saying, Look, you're a living epistle here. You are our epistle. You are our manifestation in the sense of what we preach to you, you have now received. Hallelujah. This ain't ink. This ain't writing, this is the life that's now in you. What does this mean? The glory of Christ is manifested through his church now. The glory of Christ is manifested through his church. His very personage, his very nature, his very power, his very deity. Christ is manifested through his church. We are living epistles, the Bible says. His word is manifested through our lives and your life. And that's why we are are to live Jesus. It's so important that we live Jesus through our daily life. And this is what the Just Jesus Course is all about. It's about not just having a, a set of notes. It's about believing it, because when you believe it, you will shine it. You will live it. You will live Christ himself through your life. The Bible also calls that. Walk in Christ. Walking in the spirit. Being imitators of Christ. Living him out so the world can see. His word are in our heart. Written by the spirit. 2 Corinthians 4 now. Verse 10 says. Always bearing about in the body. The dying of our Lord Jesus. They're also the life. Also, of Jesus might be manifested in our body. Now, what does this refer to? This re- refers to the persecution of the church folks, and we cannot escape persecution it seems as though we see persecution as non-glorifying to God. We, we see, you know, and we might not be physically persecuted like in some parts of the world. You might be mentally persecuted, you might be socially persecuted, you might be verbally persecuted, you might be family persecuted. But whatever level of persecution or what way that persecution comes, even sometimes from the church itself, Hallelujah, whatever level of persecution comes, folks, you must understand that God's glory is residing on you. Peter says this, that the glory of God is upon you, praise the Lord. It says, we bear in our bodies the dying of the Lord Jesus. They are suffering with him, hallelujah, and Christ suffers with us. Remember when Paul was persecuting the church, And Jesus appeared to him in power and glory and said, why are you persecuting me? But Jesus wasn't being persecuted by Paul. Paul was persecuting the church. Now that's a revelation that should really come across to you. That's how united the church is with Jesus. That when we're being persecuted, he feels it and he says, why are you persecuting me? That's our union with Christ. And so if the suffering is that way, so is the glory that way. Hallelujah. So if Christ, Knows and feels of that great, I praise our weaknesses, our persecutions, and He says, "Why are you persecuting me?" Paul, in the same way, Hallelujah! Ways of Christ, His glory, His nature, His power. Now He's also unified. We are unified with Him, and so we have received, and that includes a future immortal body, guaranteed, one hundred percent. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So our bodies manifest his life and glory, especially in persecution. It draws out his presence. It draws out the true us. In whatever capacity you're persecuted, it draws out the true Jesus in you. Hallelujah. And the last scripture, 1 John 2.8. And again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him. Notice that word, true in him and in you. So it's true in Christ. It's in Christ, whatever this truth is. And it's true in you. See that unification, that with, that in, together, in, by, with. Hallelujah. What does it then go on to say that's true of Christ and true of us? It says, because darkness has passed and the true light now shineth. Hallelujah. That light shines. That light manifest, It appears. Hallelujah. The light of his glorious nature, life and power. That is, Christ is in you now. The darkness is not passing. Notice this. The darkness is not passing for the believer. The darkness has passed for the believer. It's past tense. Because now you have light. You're not in darkness. You're not in darkness anymore. You've not got patches. Listen to me very clearly here. You know, there's not areas in your heart that's dark and the other bits are light. And if we let Jesus into that part of our life, it will shine brightly. No the darkness has passed, the light has come, he resides in you, it's true of Jesus, it's true of you, because you're with Christ, the only future element, as I've already taught you today, is the future resurrection of our bodies, the glorification of our bodies, we don't fully get it, you know, we we won't fully get it in these bodies, but the word of God reveals who we truly are. But in terms of really seeing the fullness of that, the restraint of this this mortal body has to be taken away. But when we put on immortality, we see him as he is, and we see ourselves and the church as it truly is. And the world will see who he truly is, Jesus And who the church truly is when we come and appear with Christ at his second coming. Praise the Lord. So apply section. Begin to recognize that you are also will be glorified with Christ. You will appear with Christ at the rapture and the second coming. He's not leaving us behind at the second coming. We're going to appear with Christ at the second coming. Hallelujah. Questions. Why do Christians struggle with uh, glorification and appearing? And when I talk about glorification, I'm talking about the appearing and the glorification of our bodies in the future. Why is our coming with the Lord at his second coming so important? Why is our coming, our appearing with the Lord at his second coming so important? And what ways can a Christian release this glory now on earth? So the first question really reveals why do Christians struggle with the appearing and glorification of our bodies, the rapture? Question two: Why is our coming with the Lord and appearing with the Lord at His second coming so important? That second coming, and in what ways can a Christian release the glory now on earth? That's what we're waiting. Hallelujah! So really mull over these questions and enjoy this lesson. And think to yourself: I'm going to appear with Christ at the rapture and be changed, and I'll truly know. And I'm going to appear with Christ at his second coming so the world will know who Christ is and who the church really is. Hallelujah. I hope you've enjoyed the lesson. Until next time on Just Jesus, God bless you.